Well, well, well. Look what the cat dragged in. <laughs> yes, yes, it is I. Tammy spelled with an I. And, oh, do I have all the tea. Okay. But first, drop. But seriously, we back, y'all. Tea with Tammy, season three, part two. And what that actually means is there's five more episodes left of this season. And then... Things will change drastically. And if you're thinking right now, well, damn, what what do you mean by drastically? Air quotes. <laughs> well, you'll just have to um stick around and see, huh? <laughs> okay, but before we get into the deep pool of shenanigans that we have on the topic list, let's do a quick catch up on what we've missed while I was away and what you all have missed when it comes to Tammy, which is me. So... Let's just start with Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. I know, I know. But at this point, it's really no secret that the chances of these two collaborating anytime soon in the future is dead and gone. After thrown shade and thrown shoes, um, lines have been clearly drawn in the sand between these two and... Well, my opinion on the matter is, Nikki may have lost a fan. That fan being me. And uh, I'm a damn good fan, okay? Look, I spent years defending this woman's outfits, wigs, personalities, bars, and, and much more. Just for her to prove herself to be just like every other lion, thirsty, entitled, hypocritical bird. And I can't support that. Like, I really can't attach myself to that. And so, I'm sorry, Nikki. To freedom! (laughs) Yeah, we're, (laughs) we're, we're done. And as far as Cardi B, if, girl, if you feel disrespected, feel free to check that person how you feel and how you feel they deserve. And then whatever consequence that you receive will be just as deserved. And and that's all I really have to say on the topic. <laughs> but let's let's get into another topic. Let's just keep this ball rolling because like I said, these are just things that we missed and I want to skim through these. Um, another quick topic is Drake and Meek Mill putting aside their differences and making up. Yes. Years later, after the the messy ghostwriting allegations Meek put on Drake, they've decided to pick their friendship up where they left off. And, you know, I'm not going to front. This was a very cute moment for hip hop. But (laughs) y'all knew I had to come through with the big old butt. Um, But (laughs) has Meek's 
opinion on Drake's credibility still the same? Like no one, no one's going to address that part of it. Like sure, they're friends again, but the whole issue that made them not friends, where, where is that status? <laughs> Cause if, if you, okay, let's backtrack. Let me, let me find the right words to, to say this. It's cool to have your old friend back. But what's not cool is to have a friend who doesn't respect how you makeshift your craft. So, I mean, that's just me being a little nosy, a little curious, <laughs> me being thirsty for the tea. But, I mean, you gotta know. That's gonna be a uh, underlining factor to future friendship between the two, I would think. But hey. I digress. And let's actually shift gears and put all of that nonsense aside. And let's actually take the time to really honor and celebrate the life of Mac Miller. Gone way too soon, leaving behind a catalog many will always cherish and an impact in the hip hop community that will forever value. This man, born in 92, my birth year was a man who just wanted to beat his demons and make great music. Fortunately, he was able to do one of those. And in no way do I or anyone believe really that Mac wanted to die, but he did suffer from depression and substance abuse. And I bring this up at this time only to bring awareness and encourage those who are listening to have fun responsibly and seek ways to manage a healthy, balanced mental state. Very important. And I don't want to get into the speculation of potential foul play and Karen Civil cleaning up incriminating evidence and or how Ariana Grande may or may not be holding up right now. I would actually like to just share some of my favorite moments of, of Mac Miller and direct you to the Tiwa Tammy Apple Music page to listen to the Mac Miller tribute playlist that I and a few Twitter followers have helped curate. So it's about 10 to 20 songs honoring the late Mac Miller. May the most dope rest in peace. One great... um. Thing that I remember of Mac Miller was his funny episodes of his reality show, <laughs> Most Dope on MTV2. And he had so many episodes of with his rapper friends, Schoolboy Q, he had Macklemore, he had Earl on there. Like he had so many people make cameos. And I remember one episode where he was a uh, a proud owner of, I believe, a Tesla. And he drove it off the lot and it broke down on the highway. <laughs> and it was like low-key, very hilarious to like have him on a reality show, broke down in his brand new shiny, like one-of-a-kind car. <laughs> like it was like a funny reality TV show moment for him. He definitely made the best of the situation, cracking jokes and making people laugh who were also stuck on the side of the highway. And he just had that infection like personality to turn any bad situation into a good one. I had hoped to meet him one day, but I know that his impact 
just him being a human being has really been set with a lot of people just by watching his show, listening to his music, or being in the same room with him. So many other people have shared their show their stories of, of meeting Mac Miller and sharing time with him and he he seemed like a really great guy, which I assumed him to be from watching his show. And so that was a, a funny moment to look back on. And also I remember him being on the show Punked where he tried to prank Wiz Khalifa. But Wiz Khalifa being <laughs> the sharp man he was, he was not having it from jump. He knew that he was he was being set up and it ruined the entire episode <laughs> for Mac Miller. But Mac Miller being the great sport that he is still made it an enjoyable episode to watch and still hilarious. And so even though the whole theme of the show was ruined by punking your friend, it was still one of the best episodes ever. And so again, rest in peace, Mac Miller. And we will definitely cherish your music forever. I don't got a reason to lie They gave me the key to the scalp But I'd rather open my eyes Cause that's what'll keep me alive Something that sees in my mind Please do not fuck up my day Everybody want a headline I don't got nothing to say In addition to catching up on much needed talk about hip hop news Let's briefly catch up on the Tea with Tammy brand And me Tammy. <laughs> so as mentioned before, this is part two of the Tea with Tammy season three, meaning again, five episodes left. And what's to come afterwards is change in quality, format, content, and vibe. But I say all of this to warn you all that patience is key throughout this transition. And although it may be hard to stay motivated due to my creator frustrations, know that TWT, T with Tammy, will forever live in some way, in some form or fashion. And kind of to speak to my frustrations of being a creator in, in the briefest way I can, all I have to say is some of you all out there, some of you niggas are very fickle. Very fickle, man. And uh other than that, uh <laughs> I'm gonna keep doing me and and see things through how I see best fit me and my best interest, you know? So yeah. Now that we've gotten all of that out of the way, we've caught up, we've aired out frustrations, we have honored the late Mac Miller, let's get into some music really quickly. Let's play an, a new tune and uh, we'll come back and we'll, we'll officially start the show. God damn, internet you foolish, 
Fooling around and comment, they got songs. You was Cupid rocking human race. I felt superhuman in the blue ones. Trip cooler than you losers. I'm cooling on Stone Island. Stone Stephen Willie. Whoa, no wonder why I'm the flyest. Bought it now, bought it twice. Back from when I couldn't buy it. Buy it, saying, Chad, wow, Italian, I'm leather down. Wish my grandpa could see me. Grandpa be proud. I ain't dumb it down. My go go gadget flow. Go go. I'm the little weapon from my moku. I'm going global. Superstar, baby. Hey, I done gave you the whole game. Buy a gold watch. Hey, why I need a gold watch? I'd rather buy a whole pound. A nigga got to eat right. Eat like I'm Adam Rich, man. Oh, I ain't eat right. I eat like I kiss my girl. Clinton, leave her eight like infinity signs. I'm driving down southeast. I'm flying. I should cool it cause these potholes is real life stupid. Why they keep them in the hood? Now where white folks moving. They say the truth's like water. And them lives like liquor. My ex didn't last so much that I might lose my liver. But never lost my cool. I kept cool, kept clean. Just cause cleanliness is next to godliness from with me. Good drill cause comas or get your shoulders to lean, lean. Don't drink it. Keep my cup clean. I'm cooler than a cool breeze. Kept cool, kept clean. If they ain't O'Shea, baby, they ain't cool like me. Man, I'm cool, man, I'm cool, man, I'm cool. I'm trying to beat me. Never trying to beat you. Cooler than a cool breeze. Kept cool, kept clean. If they ain't O'Shea, they ain't cool like me. Man, I'm cool, man, I'm cool, man, I'm cool, man, I'm cool. I'm trying to beat me. Never trying to beat you. What? Right, and we're back. So let's see what to talk about first. Let's let's talk about state of the culture. Um, Joe Budden's new show on Revolt TV. It is him, Jinx, uh, Remy Ma, and Scotty Beam. So these are all people in the hip hop community commenting on hip hop news. And so just like. Any other show, they bring up a topic, they all comment on it. So far, I'd say the show's okay. Nothing's amazing about it. Nothing is horrible about it. My sole critique right now is for Remy Ma, Miss Reminis Martin. Um, okay. When her as a commenter on State of the Culture is is very uh brash when she's feeling a type of way you're gonna know and for that part i love that i love knowing when someone's passionate i love knowing when someone's for real it's just that when it gets real for remy um she tends to get uh a little too passionate and start talking over people she talks completely over jinx doesn't respect him and she gets so long-winded when she's making her own points that turns into just rambling that we don't even have time to hear from the other female that's on the stage, Scotty Beam. And so it, it gets frustrating because I'm always trying to hear like what the ladies got to say, represent, make us sound good, you know. And then to hear Remy ramble and then Scotty say nothing, it's... <laughs> It's annoying. And so right now, that's my critique. Um, Remy needs to get it together or mid-season or end of season of whatever this is, I mean, they may have to consider rotating her out. That's that's just me f- right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but overall, good look, Joe Budden. I see you. I see you shining. Um, been rocking with him for a minute, you know, uh, just as a person, I've never really been like a huge fan of his music. Um, I know that I commented on his music when he was in Slaughterhouse years ago, but just him as an individual, besides him beefing back and forth with Drake, haven't really talked much about him as 
a musician, but him as a commenter, oh, love. Blog TV, uh, Skype, um, Jump Off TV. Like he he always has <laughs> a, a good point to, to share. And so shout out to Joe for finally being the, the media man he never thought he'd be. And um, the transition to Spotify for his podcast show. And so all great looks for the Sir Joe Budden. But as for State of the Culture, Joe, come on. If I see it, I know you see it, but (laughs) let's move on. So I was having a conversation with my mother the other day. And we were talking about Throwback BT. Because back in the day... Um, when I was at school or when I was asleep, my mom, the MVP that she is, she would pop in a little blank VHS tape and record my favorite shows or music videos that she knows that I love or would love. And so I would always go back like after school or on the weekend and watch music videos and just, you know, whatever little things that she would record. And so... When reminiscing about the content that were on the tapes, very black, very entertaining, very authentic. And not to say BET isn't those things right now, because to be honest, haven't even turned to the channel in a minute. If I do watch BET, it is just straight off of an app where I'm watching something very specific. For example, the other week, watch just the Bobby Brown story. And so didn't really turn to the channel, just went to the app and saw that individual special. So that's where I'm at with BET and the knowledge of their content right now. But it's it's just not the same. We, we remember College Hill, remember Hell Date, we remember Aceta's World, 106 in Park when it was good. Um... Rhapsody, The Basement, like all these great shows and shows that we love reminiscing and talking about yet don't exist right now. And I don't understand why that is because I feel like there is a demand for it and there is still an audience for those types of shows. And it's even more in demand, I would say right now, this is the point that I'm getting to that my mom and I were discussing, is that When Jamel Hill was going through her situation on ESPN and, you know, essentially just experiencing racism in its most professional form, (laughs) I and my mom were saying it would have been nice for the BET network version of the ESPN show that she was on to just hire her on and be like, you know what? You're one of our own. Come voice your opinions freely of racism in this country on our platform. We are black entertainment television, yet there isn't that platform or that opportunity through BET. And I feel like that was the sole reason that it was created. Same thing when it comes to our favorite reality ratchet shows. I mean, I love watching Love and Hip Hop. Why is that not on BET? Why isn't our black culture and our black entertainment, even if it's good or bad, ratchet or whatever, not on our platform? Why is someone else making money off of us? And so in conclusion to the conversation that I had with my mom, it's frustrating to 
to know that there's people out there fighting for a cause, but just like so blindly. Like you say that you want black people, black culture, black content to be appreciated, yet we don't have black networks, black platforms, black avenues. And so there's a disconnect that I feel like we need to work on connecting and imagine the improvements that we would have within our black community. Just imagine if BT spoke to their, what I would assume their original mission statement of providing real black content. And I mean, again, I don't watch BT right now. And so it's, I feel kind of bad by saying like real black content because I don't know what's playing right now on BT, but I know it's it's nothing that anyone I know is talking about. And, and, and that's the point because what us black people are looking for isn't there, <laughs> you know, it's, it's elsewhere and it's frustrating. Like they have so many opportunities to bring our version to life. Like why did Netflix get the exclusive for Black Panther? Shouldn't that have been like a, a world premiere movie on BET? Like things used to be back then. You remember when they used to premiere music videos and movies on TV? That would have been lit. That would have been a moment for black entertainment television. But maybe what I'm saying doesn't make sense nowadays and things should be blended. I, I don't know. I really don't know. But in my opinion, I think the black community would benefit so much if there was more black platforms for us to showcase and voice our talents and opinions on. But uh, yeah, let's uh, move on to another topic. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about me and tea. <laughs> okay, um, and so let's build, let's spill this tea, okay? Um, I was minding my own business, uh, scrolling through Twitter, and I just saw out of the blue, you know, a lot of stats saying how STDs and STIs are at the highest that they've ever been in a minute. I don't know. Don't quote me. I just know that y'all nasty and there's some stuff going around and Y'all should be getting tested, especially if you're in school or like have some type of great benefits where the test is free. Like what's the hang up of you think that just not knowing is going to make you have a better life? Oh, no, no, no. You gonna you gonna regret that real quick. And so I would recommend I would like to bring awareness, bring to light the nastiness that's going around. And the ignorance of a few of y'all for not getting tested. I got tested two weeks ago, got my results back. Yes, they all negative, just like my attitude and what. <laughs> okay, but <laughs> I say that that just to say that it's easy to do. Like I'm the laziest person. I'm sometimes the busiest person too at the same time. And so I made the time to do it. And I feel like if I did, I know y'all should um every six months every year if you are that sexually active and so got tested in march i was cool you know all negative like my attitude and then got tested two weeks ago (laughs) all negative like my attitude and so so far we good um i hope you all are good too and all jokes aside i mean not to offend anyone by saying that y'all nasty out there if you do have an std or an sti you know get the treatment 
be honest with your partner, be very open and disclose those things. Don't, don't be really nasty and not be telling people. That's a whole nother conversation that we probably should have another episode, but you're not necessarily nasty, nasty if you have an STI, but definitely disclose those things to any and every partner. Okay. No excuses. None. Like, Zero. I can't think of not one good one of not telling (laughs) your partner. Okay. Okay. Nasties. Okay. So the last thing that I want to touch on and talk about is strictly music talk, um, projects that have dropped so far in 2018, what the year is looking like, what my favorite projects are and have like a little premature album of the year talk just because People are constantly always talking about it, you know? And so some projects that are floating around as album of the year, um, Scorpion, you know, my husband, Drake, <laughs> gotta say that one first. But <laughs> other than Scorpion, we have Astro World, we have Daytona, we have KOD, um, we have Edgewood, we have Redemption, we have Freddy, we have Swimming, we have Whack World. We have Testing. Unfortunately, yay. Um, and then I would like to um, also um, talk about some other projects that not necessarily are floating around as album of the year, but are really good projects that should not go forgotten and may still be some kids out there's album of the year. You never know. Projects I like to mention, um, Let's Talk More Hustle, Red Cafe, uh, Dreaming Out Loud, Nick Grant, Tattoo, Denzel Curry, 1.5, Amine, um, Keep It Clean, Anna James, One Week Notice by The Collective, um, Cap G, No Caps. There's tons of projects out there that dropped that have some good quality songs on there, good quality production that no one's talking about yet should be talking about and so (laughs) I'm gonna tweet all these projects out so you can have an idea of who and what I'm talking about and have all the links to the music I got you all I might make a playlist of you know songs of the year but um I just wanted to get the conversation started when it comes to best projects of the year We'll definitely have an episode dedicated to this. Um, I'll invite on a few guests. If you're interested in being part of that conversation on the show, hit me up via email, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram. Everything is Tea with Tammy or the Tammy J. But um, yeah, let's get this conversation going. Me personally, I would say my top three albums of the year thus far have been Scorpion, I mean, that's a given, Swimming, Rest in Peace, Mac Miller, and what just surprised me and blew me out the water, 1.5 by Amine. But um, yeah, some, some other to really mention is redemption j-rock like killed that album from start to finish um 
same thing with Freddie. Don't sleep on Freddie. And so, yeah, like I said, just wanting to get the conversation started, remind you all of some projects that maybe you've forgotten or haven't gotten to. I know I've been just catching up on music. I just recently listened to Trill Sammy's new project. I listened to Jazz Cartier's album um, that dropped this year, Rocky Banks. There's a lot of projects out there. And so take the time to explore, get a good understanding of the hip-hop of 2018 and then we'll regroup in a future episode and really have an in-depth album of the year discussion it's gonna be a big one but until then follow me on twitter tumblr facebook um soundcloud itunes stitcher radio um lots of more episodes to come for the end of season three Uh, four more after this one and then after that like I'm just not to not to be that person but it's really gonna be serious when I come back after season three and so stay tuned through this ride of season three um I'll be dropping you know some some information of what's to come in the future but until then sip some damn tea